Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for yet another in the thrilling instalment of the James Whale Radio Show. Well, here we go. Uh, Another week has dawned and gone. And, uh, of course, we have now uh, triggered um, leaving the European Union. I suppose we all feel so much better for that, don't we, Rob? Uh, I haven't noticed any change. No. Well, I'm sure you will. Only a matter of time before we become one of the most hated countries in Europe. Uh, So uh, there we are. We've told them, sod off. We don't want you anymore. We're going to go on our own. And uh, let's see. Let's see what happens, shall we? Let's see what happens. Let's see how uh, how excited uh, our politicians are uh, when they've got no one to blame their own actions on. Of course, that has always been a very entertaining uh, part of British politics. When, when people in Parliament didn't want to do something, oh, well, we can't do that because it's part of the European Union's legislation. You know, in the same way, the Brits queue for stuff. I never noticed the French actually uh, adhering to every line, comma, and full stop of what the European Union says. But we do. And, of course, that uh, made... Well, no, we didn't. You know, I am absolutely convinced. That's my coffee cup, by the way. I'm absolutely convinced that it was a really good whipping boy for politicians to use if they wanted to blame somebody. But there we are. It's gone now. And I'm, you know... I just, my, my mate Nigel Farage, you know, Nigel and I are friends. I make no bones about that. Uh, we live fairly close to each other. Um, he's fun to have a drink with, but we disagree with this. And I don't, think, I don't think he ever expected it to happen either. But now it has. Well, he's, uh, he's moving on and uh, he's coming into the world of the media. They're talking about making a movie about Nigel at the moment. Yeah, he wants to play himself, apparently. Yeah. And uh, apparently on, on Loose Women, that is the most dull programme. But still, um, the former housemate of mine in Celebrity Big Brother, Syrah, whatever her name is, uh, was having a go at him and blaming him for Donald Trump. You could blame Nigel for... Well, actually, Syrah, whatever her name is, is so desperate to be famous that she will do almost anything to try and get herself into the uh, public eye. Uh, like a lot of people. Have you noticed that? Lots of people desperate to be famous. Oh, dear. Are you having a pop at me again? No, no, no. You are you're you are famous. I mean, you're not desperate to be famous. You are famous, aren't you? Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's kind of you to say. Mm. Yeah, I know. You know, I have, a, I have now got a whole clique of famous sidekicks. You and Ash, and there was Ben and Sonia and the creche and, you know, everywhere I go. I pick up a little helper, like Santa's little helpers. You are a little helper. Ah. Oh. You don't take it literally. I feel appreciated. Yes, I'm sure you do. Uh, it's going to be uh, a big big week this week because you're going to have your allowance of jelly tots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I knew you'd like them. I'm all heart this week. I don't know what's caught over me. Um, Celebrity Big Brother, of course. Uh, we're recording the podcast before the end, so you may be listening to this 
afterwards. Has Cosmo won? I don't know. I don't know. Um, in fact, we had we did a, a didn't we do a, an interview on this show with James Cosmo a while back? Yeah, we did. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, and have you been have you been watching uh, James in Big Brother? I have. I, I, he's, he's picked up a bit in the last few days. Well, that's because the producers have had to feature him more because the public love him. And there's less people in the house. Well, there is that as well, of course. I'll go with the first one, the public love him. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Uh, you don't want him to sort of come round and sit on you, or as I saw uh, him tickling one of Jedwood. When did you see that? I didn't see that. Have you not seen that? Well, they've put that out on Twitter. So, oh, I see. Um, okay. You have, have a look. It's really quite funny. I wonder if I can find it and play it to you, the, the, the audio of it. Um, he, uh, he, he pretends to accidentally sit down on the couch where one of Jedwood has hidden themselves under the cushions, um, having a little sleep. But, of course, Cosmo knows full well he's under there, so he sits on him and then gets up and apologises, gives him a hug and notice that he's ticklish and then... After having noticed that he's ticklish, he decides to carry on and see how ticklish he really is, uh, which I thought was quite funny. And um, if you get a chance to look at it, any of you, uh, then do, because it, um, <laughs> you're not allowed to fight in the house. Any violence, you are ejected immediately. Quite right, too, obviously, quite right, too. Um, <clears throat> but I think he's found a way of uh, actually getting at them, and I might have found it. So let's see if you can hear this. Are you ready? Yep, go on then. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's nice and squishy. Really squishy. Oh, are you tickly? Yes. Are you tickly? <laughs> are you? Are you tickly? <laughs> Ah, I've found your weak spot. <laughs> I've found your weak spot, haven't I? I'm good, I'm good. Hey? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got his giblets. I've got his giblets. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> that is brilliant. There we are. He got his giblets. Uh, uh, just clarify what his giblets are, because I'm thinking <laughs> the worst. <laughs> well... The giblets are the bit inside you when you've got a chicken, aren't they? I mean, there's that giblets. Those are the bits in the plastic. Oh, it, yeah. I'm glad I found that. That hasn't, I don't think that's been shown. It might well be shown on the show uh, of the evening before. But of course, as I said, you could be listening to this. Uh, you could be not interested in Celebrity Big Brother. You might not want to know about. Ce I'll tell you about something else I've done this week. I've just done a, a, one of those programs, you know, what they call clip shows about when. Chat shows go horribly wrong. Right, is it a show about your entire chat show, is it? No, no, but they did use a few of my clips, which I thought was a little bit off, but uh, I thought I was going to go and talk about other people's. So you had to talk about your own clips being wrong? I had to talk about a couple of them, oh. but I won't... Uh, listen, I won't... Um, uh, I won't bore you. It comes out, I think, in April on Channel 5. You'll be able to see it then. So you're on worst chat shows ever and mm. worst TV moments of the 90s. And when chat shows go horribly wrong. Wow. I should be, I should be paying as much tax as David Beckham before long. <laughs> you're in demand. 
really. That's what they call it. Um, okay, uh, listen, here's, a, here's something we were di- discussing on my radio show. Oh, did I tell you? I've got a new radio show. A new radio show, you say? Yeah, a new radio show. It's on talk radio, Monday to Thursday, 7 o'clock until 10. And when did that happen? About two months ago. You never said. Did I not mention it? Oh, how remiss of me, yes. Uh, Live, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 in the evening till 10 in the evening. No need to get hurt. I'm I'm obviously not on it then. No, you're not on it, but, you know, Ash is there, he's on it. And how many packets of jelly tots does he get? He gets cigarettes. Oh, I don't like them. No, but if you wanted to swap to cigarettes, we could talk about it. No, I'll stick with my jelly tots. All right, as long as you're sure. Um, Right, now, uh, the thing we were talking about the other night on the show, very important topic, so let's forget the NHS is falling apart at the moment. Uh, The fact that we've decided to uh, leave the European Union, and that's all going ahead nicely, as they say. And that Donald Trump is apparently the leader of the free world, who's now uh, passed legislation um, in the Senate, apparently, uh, so that nothing the Democrats say can be taken seriously. Oh, something like that, anyway. I don't think that's a technical term. Um, So that is, in effect, America is now a dictatorship uh, run by Donald Trump and his cronies. It's quite entertaining, that really, isn't it, when mm-hmm. you think about it? Yeah. So anyway, the most important story that we talked about on uh, my radio show this week is, should the next Doctor Who be a woman? Should the next Doctor Who be a woman? Um, that's a good question, because I'm very tempted <laughs> well, this to is say a, no. This is very important, because this is being considered by the producers of the new series now, since Mr. Capaldi's decided to go, which is a shame because I thought he was an excellent doctor. Has he decided to go? Yeah. I missed that one. You've got to keep up with what's going on in the world, my friend. Well, I'm a big fan of Doctor Who. I'm shocked I've yeah. not seen that one. Well, um, one person whose name has been, <clears throat> excuse me, bandied about is Francis Della Tua. And what's that person been in? Oh, she's the, uh, oh, she's been in lots. Gosh, you're showing your ignorance. Um, she was in Rising Damp uh, to begin with, with Leonard Rossiter many years ago, probably before you were born. Uh, recently, she's been in that sitcom, which was one of the funniest things I've ever seen, called Vicious, with Sir Ian McKellen in. Um, the two old queens who uh, who used to sort of argue and fight together, the two old theatrical uh, queens who uh, were fighting and arguing. And no, that isn't offensive. So shut the flip up. You're offended. Go and be a snowflake somewhere else, not on my bloody time. Um, so uh, I think she'd make a very good Doctor Who myself. Not convinced. But then again, I'm, I'm... What do you mean, not convinced? Well, I've not seen... I've not seen her. You too. don't even know who she is, do I've, you? I've, I've not seen her. And I don't no. want... I don't, no. I don't... I don't want to be sexist, but I don't think Doctor Who should be a woman for some reason. What? Why? It's just... Um, 
You're dropping yourself in it today, old love, aren't no, you? No, I'm, I'm, hmm? I'm, 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 I'm yes. more worried. I'm not bothered about, you know, they can have a female Doctor Who. I'm not bothered at all. I'm more well, worried about. I'm more worried about the overall viewing figures, which would mean that eventually Doctor Who would then go into hibernation for the next twenty years, like it did before. But Doctor Who is not going to lose viewers because Doctor Who, when regenerating itself, comes back as a woman, or maybe as some transgender person that they are also thinking about. I don't know. The, the, the viewing figures have dropped with Doctor Who because of Peter Capaldi. I know that you like him, and I don't mind him, but he's not been the best Doctor. I think he has. Who do you think was the best Doctor? I would have to say David Tennant. No, he was boring. I didn't like him at all. And then the other one, the, the Matt guy. You liked him? Yeah, he was all right. No, I think Doctor Who has to be slightly older, and if it got better viewing figures with those people, it's probably because of the teeny bopper girls loved them. And I think if you put an old woman, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, I think Frances Delatour would be so funny. She would be real. I mean, Doctor Who is a comedy, isn't it? Yeah, but you see, the American audience stopped watching Doctor Who because they didn't like the new Doctor. He's not. He's not. He's older, so therefore the kids in America didn't mm. find him appealing to put on their wall. Oh, for goodness sake. Who gives a flying fart about the bloody Americans? I'm fed up with American this, American that. Oh, we've got to be nice to the Americans because it's a great trade deal. Listen, get over yourselves. When are the politicians, who are pretty thick in my view, of course, as you know, when are they going to realise that Donald Trump is not going to do anything to benefit Britain unless it benefits the United States more. When are people going to wake up? And also, the, the, the people in America don't pay that much for stuff from Britain, let me tell you. No, they don't. I agree with that. No. And, you, you know, they, they want us to take some of their rubbish, but they don't pay that much for us. In the same way that they expect us to kowtower to them when they wish to extradite somebody from this country. And if we want to do the same to an American who's broken a law over here, do you think we can get them back? No, we can't. And let's remember that America is a nation of immigrants as well, before anybody else goes on and on about how wonderful they are and how superior they are and everything else. I have had a succession over the past couple of weeks of mates of mine who live in America um, who, uh, who've been on the phone apologising, saying, is it making us look bad in the rest of the world? And I've had to break the news to them that, yes, it is. Where did all these numbskulls who voted for Trump come from? Where are all these thickies? I don't know. I don't know about Doctor Who either. I mean, obviously, obviously, you're sexist, so we can't talk about that anymore, can we? I'm not sexist. No, no, I'm just no, madam, concerned. No. I'm just concerned that Doctor Who will be uh, taken off the air eventually. Everything has its time, old love. Everything has its time. You have to keep playing with the format, you know, and upsetting everybody. Mm. Well, listen. Seeing that you're uh, you're in this uh, mood at the moment, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, subject we threw out on Facebook uh, earlier in the week. The bread one. No. Uh, what do you think about the idea of women-only seats on trains? Um, Did you know this is something that they're thinking about at the moment? There's an organisation pushing for women-only areas at work, women-only areas in cafes, women-only areas on trains, women-only areas 
anywhere you go publicly? On trains, I don't mind. Because I don't use them. <laughs> well, Lou McKay said, what, I would prefer a woman-only carriage uh, on the off-peak trains late at night. Maybe the first carriage right behind the driver, purely for safety's sake. But other than that, no, all sit anywhere, any other times. So I, I actually agree with you, Lou. Uh, Lisa J. Gordon says, no, older people and kids need priority. Adults are tough enough to stand, which I think is a good point. Uh, Matthew Toomer says, good idea. We'd get some peace from the yakking. Oh, you're popular, Matthew. Uh, Paul Heim says, next, it'll be women-only toilets. Oh, they can't. That's, that's a step too far. You are, you, what have you been taking today? <laughs> well, you can't have women-only toilets, can you? Well, you have women-only toilets. You've got men-only toilets. What do you want to do what they do in France and have bisexual toilets? No, that's the wrong word, isn't it? On a train? Did have well, no, not on a train. Oh. You can't have women-only toilets on a train. Toilets have to... Well, you could. You could have a toilet in one carriage for a woman, a toilet in another carriage for a man. Personally, I'd always use the women's toilets because they're cleaner than the men's. Or the window. I don't suggest you do that. Um, anyway, uh, what else we got here? Uh, Gary Johnson says, uh, so they want equality and their cake to eat as well. And Pete Skinner says, Jeremy Corbyn can then dress as a woman and get a seat. Women only seats on trains, whatever next. A vote? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh dear. Yes, it all fell apart then, didn't it? Uh, Lisa Jane Partington says, can't think of out worse than sitting with a load of women. Uh, Barbara Ashdown said, much better idea. Give them a tea trolley, <laughs> then they won't have a need to sit down. Uh, Jason, you're very naughty, Barbara. Jason Williams says, the crazies are back in control. No, 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 no. Leave it the way it is, idiots. Uh, Paul Savory. Hello, Paul. My old friend, Paul Savory. I keep meaning that we should get in touch, Paul. Um, in fact, I tell you what, Paul, uh, send me, text me if you've still got my number, your number, because I've lost yours. We'll get you on the show as a guest. Paul is a very funny man, very funny man indeed. Uh, anyway, Paul says, no way, they wanted equality, now let them get on with it. <laughs> um, Andy Casey said, it's got to the point, I'm going to start my own men's rights group, Equality Gone Bonkers. Do you know, Andy, I'm waiting for that. I, I, I think at some point, I thought it would have happened a few years ago, that there will be a kind of men's liberation backlash because it is getting to the point where we are beginning to feel like second and even third-class citizens, aren't we? Yeah, it's like the worm has turned from the Ronnies. Mm. Diane Hammond says, Don't know about that, but a carriage for all those that stink of body odour. Gross. On my travels today, there and back, stinky people shouldn't be allowed on any transport. I agree with you. I agree with you. On those appalling times when I have to take public transport uh, to work, uh, the thing that comes across to me more than anything else is that people in the morning early commuters don't wash very often. You know when the doors go, shh, when they open? Yeah. Couldn't they go, shh, with a bit of deodorant and disguise it in the door opening? Yeah, it could, and, and that would sort one problem out. But how do you stop people eating bloody cheese and onion crisps on the bus or the train? They are the most disgusting thing. Coming back from work when I was doing the drive time show uh, a while back, getting onto the train about 7 o'clock in the evening, full of people eating crisps. Disgusting. Um, Daniel uh, Thirtle says, uh, In the world of gender-neutral, no. 
to be honest, it doesn't bother me. And if women have problems on the train and this may solve it, then I'm all for it. But seriously, what about the feminists and their gender neutrality? Um, that's a good point. We're supposed to be gender neutral, aren't we? The feminists will get very upset. Yeah. Chris Jennings says, my immediate thoughts uh Aren't the trains messed up enough? Seriously, let's have trains just that work. I'm with you. That would be nice. Trains that work. So I don't think that's going to happen, really and truly. Do you? I don't think it'll happen, no. No. Maybe for men of a certain age, there should be men for a certain age carriages, where men a certain age can go and stretch out, sit down, put their feet up, and maybe even get a massage. Next, we'll be having commodes as seats. Well, that wouldn't be a bad idea, would it? You know, when did we all get so uh, so embarrassed about toiletries? I mean, back in the Middle Ages, back in the Roman times, you used to go for a um, um, used to go for a sit down uh, with your mates, didn't you? And you 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 know you sat around in a communal bog and had a chat while you were uh, doing what you're doing. I'm often found having a chat on the toilet. Uh, are you? Yeah. What? Who with? Anybody that walks by, I leave the door open. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. That is disgusting. Actually, we shouldn't be disgusted by it, should we? I do. I mean, you know, honestly. Uh, I, we don't talk about that, so probably quite rightly. Uh, moving swiftly on. Um, anyway, welcome to the programme. Don't forget, check out our website at jameswhaleradio.co.uk. Uh, there is a shop there with T-shirts, James Whale baseball caps, polo shirts. Get a copy of uh, Almost a Celebrity. I might have to redo that at some point. Mind <laughs> you, I've still got lots of copies left, so go and buy a few copies for your mates, give them away, and, um, and uh, then I'll write a new one. When I've got rid of all these. How many have we got left now? Enough. Enough, okay. Enough, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. If you can think of anything to do with them, I'd be very happy. Well, I'll send a couple of vans round and pick them up. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. We could do car booting, couldn't we? Or van booting would be more appropriate. Or van boot. Well, we should, that would be a way to get rid of a few, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so check that out. It's the shop at uh, jameswellradio.co.uk. Most of the things we've been doing lately are on there, apart from this show. There are TV shows. And uh, I think we've got up there the link to the interview I did the other day with the radio guru, David Lloyd, who used to run or be the boss at uh, Ofcom, who has a series of interviews with people on the radio. So that's quite fun. Have you listened to it? I've listened to the first 15 minutes. Oh, it was that bad, was it? No, no, no. It was because it was it was mildly entertaining, but uh, I I was mildly entertaining. <laughs> well, I've heard it all before. Mildly entertaining. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I've heard it all before. It's the same old thing. Well, if you ask a particular question, I can't change the answers just so it's more entertaining for you, can I? Well, they're doing it with Doctor Who. Oh, get over Doctor Who. Doctor Who, as a woman would be quite entertaining, wouldn't it? Temporarily, yes, and then she changes back to a man. I mean, actually, I'm thinking maybe the next James Bond should be a woman. Have a one-off Christmas special where he becomes a woman. Who? Doctor Who. No, I'm talking about James Bond. Jane oh, Bond. Jane Bond. Sorry, I, I didn't hear that. Hello, my name is Bond. Jane Bond. Licensed to thrill. That sounded awfully like Marjorie. 
Yes, I can't. Yes, poor old Marjorie. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> at least I didn't tickle Jedward and look for their giblets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. I think that's probably going to... Um, that Actually, that, that one little bit could possibly win it for him. I hope so. He deserves to win. Yeah, he does deserve to win. Um, and also, having been a, a, a one of our... Uh, best and most prolific actors that nobody has heard of over the years. This actually is, is uh, you know, at his stage in life, it can do no harm, really. I was trying to remember, you know, that, that appalling Geordie woman who was just, I don't know whether there was some problem with her psychologically, but she used to refer to him when she was in the house as Father Christmas. Chloe. Uh, yeah, that's the woman, yeah. Um, of course, it, it, I think it was in the tale, was it in the Tales of Narnia? Or was it the one of those movies he he played Father Christmas in? I've seen that movie, and now you've said that it's James Cosmo. I'm starting to think you're right. Yes. No, I am right. Was it Father Christmas he played, or was it somebody who looked yeah. like Father? Christmas? No, Father Christmas. He played Father Christmas, and he arrived in a sled. I thought that was the Queen, the Snow Queen. No, no, no. Well, she was in it as well. She was in it as well. Um, so, are we uh, are we going to do tech talk on the program today? Yeah, we can or not? do tech talk. Yep. Are you sure? Yeah, let's do a bit of tech talk. Okay, I'm going to settle back, put my feet up, and oh. listen to you. Okay. Three D TVs are on the way out. I haven't got one yet. Well, they're on the way out. All the man major manufacturers have decided they're no longer going to make three D TVs, which is a bit silly, really, because all the TV sets that they sell are more or less capable anyway of doing 3D. It's just a little feature they add to it. So I, if I was them, I would just still have it in the telly, but just not advertise the fact it's just a feature, like the contrast button or the brightness button. You don't go around saying this telly has a brightness button, do you? No. So, you know. So why why have they decided to do that? Oh, be because the, the pickup hasn't been as big as they thought it would be. Oh, I was going to get one of those, and no, it's not worth it, is it? Uh, did you hear about um, Google blocking the NHS? No. The NHS, you know, a big organisation. I've heard of them. Yeah. Um, they obviously use Google for their search engine. Yeah. And because so many members of staff during the day use Google to look up things, Google thought it was a cyber attack and blocked the NHS IP addresses. Now, Google's an American company, isn't it? Well, it's yes, it's an American company. Yeah, yeah there we are. I rest my bloody case. And in 2018, you don't have to have a dish anymore to receive Sky TV. Well, I was thinking that dishes are a bit old-fashioned, aren't they, now? Because in my, I just had in my £3,000 new old car I bought the other day, I've just had a digital radio put in that. And, uh, and that's, that's all sort of um, similar, isn't it, to uh, satellite? But the, all there is is a little square block on the windscreen. Yeah, well, they're, they're, to get Sky TV in 2018 onwards, you can obviously still get it on a dish, but they're going to be pumping it down your broadband. All the channels. I beg your pardon? That sounds rather painful, madam. <laughs> they're going to be pumping it down your broadband, so those that don't want a dish on the side of the house yeah. will eventually be able to get Sky TV. Good, good. Well, of course, as we know, everything will be digital before long. Uh, films? Yeah, oh yes, films, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I know you love your movie. Well, I went to see the film Sing, which is a cartoon. It's like a mix between The Muppets and X Factor. Right. And I didn't really like it. No, I'm not surprised. The Muppets annoy me intently. The Muppets, as in the, the premise of trying to save the theatre, 
and uh, the, the way they come up with it is a talent contest of which is like X Factor. Oh, no. And who's playing Simon Cowell? Well, that was, and then as I was saying, I was thinking, but actually what, there wasn't really any judges. There was just a koala bear. You see, the whole thing about X Factor is what the judges say. That's the entertaining part of it. And there was like a, there was a character that was very shy and didn't really want to sing. And obviously at the end, you were expecting a Susan Boyle moment. Mm. And it just didn't deliver. Well, that's one to uh, write off my list if I ever went to the, uh, into the flicks. But uh, there we are. Get it on. Um, get it in the bargain bin when you're next yeah. in one of those um, cheapy shops for one ninety nine, and give it to your grandkids. They won't like it either. No, they've got more taste. <laughs> um, any more movies? Uh, I might be going to see uh, Hackshaw Ridge this weekend. That's a bit gruesome, apparently. But that's that. That was a battle that was fought with no guns. Well, you ruined it for me now. Lots of bows and arrows, but no guns. <laughs> Is it going to be a bit like Alien 3, where they had no guns against the aliens, and it was very dull? Uh, I, I don't know. I've no idea. I've no idea. Hmm. It's American films. I'm boycotting them at the moment. That basically means most films, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's improve the British film industry. Actually, I'm doing a TV show that's going to go out in America. That'll be fun. Probably get loads of support, though, for all those people who didn't want Trump. But I'll tell you more about that later. Okay. Actually, in a bit, I'm off to do uh, George Galloway, who does the uh, Friday evening show on talk radio, has his own TV show on Russia Today. And uh, when I finish this, I'm off to, uh, to, to be a guest on that. You'll never be allowed into America now, then. <laughs> no, I won't, will I? <laughs> he said, shrieking with laughter. Um, actually... Just, uh, just while we uh, are talking about uh, America and Trump, uh, this whole business of should Trump be allowed in the UK uh, surpassed two million people had taken part in that uh, petition now in a couple of weeks. Um, and uh, Anne Sharman said, unfortunately, we have to let him into the UK. Uh, the answer to the question is yes. He needs to see a bigger picture of how we are in this country. Well, he knows that, Anne. Uh, because he's been here many, many, many times. Um, uh, Gene Matheson, hello, Gene, categorically yes, but the liberal wishy-washy folk can't handle him. Gene, he's an idiot. You can handle him easily. Every time you handle him, he gets all upset, hides in his bedroom and tweets things out. The man's a menace. Use hand sanitizer. Yeah, Paul Jellicoe, uh, in all honesty, it doesn't really matter, he says, what we think. Nobody ever listens anyway. Um, you've got a very good point, Paul. Lynn Johnson, of course, I would think we should be more concerned with stopping Muslim hate preachers in the country. I don't think there are many, I don't think there are any Muslim hate preachers in this country now. I think we weeded them all out. Keep up, Lynn. Uh, Lane Hewitt says, uh, not this soon, especially not a full-scale state visit. Uh, he's he's a fascist, and engaging with him so soon with a full-state visit suggests complicity uh, with his worldviews, which are contrary to our own standards. Interesting that a lot of women uh, want him in. A lot of women like Trump. I'm not really sure why. Could it, we should ask that. Why Why do women like Trump? Perhaps they like being grabbed. Well, no, better not go down that line. Um, Jeff Barnacle says, yes, we have had much worse than him. Uh, Patricia uh, says, uh, Patricia Sawacki, 
Made-up name, probably? I don't know. Uh, the ones who are against President Trump are so full of their own importance, I'm surprised their heads are not so far up their arses as not to tickle their tonsils. President Trump was elected by the Americans, and as one of the world leaders, he has a right. And I am certainly not going to let 1.5 million idiots speak on my behalf. Uh, Patricia, you see, another woman. Uh, Richard Geddes says, uh, well, if the UK want a trade deal with America then you kind of have to let him come into the UK. Well, they're not going to give us anything that's going to benefit us. You can be sure about that, even if it wasn't Trump. Um, Michael Morley says, uh, when did all these pathetic people start listening to you? I bet they are all Remainers. Get a grip, and the next time you're on a march, make sure it's for something worthwhile, like cuts to council, police, army, NHS, etc., or dare I say it, forced marriages, female genital mutilation, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Get a life, Michael Morley. You are a pillock, but never mind. You have to live with yourself. I don't have to see you. Uh, Daniel Winter, he's not banned anyone from the UK whose place of birth is from any of his banned seven countries. So why should we ban him here? Well, because he's a bit pathetic, I think. Uh, I don't get it. All this fuss for a 90-day ban while he puts in place a method of increasing the security of his borders. People are taken in by this shh rubbish, aren't they? Uh, Peter Haynes, not as he is. He needs to mature and to be educated in politics. He is not on The Apprentice now. The job is real and potentially world-changing. Um, yeah, I think it is. I, I'm always amazed, absolutely, totally amazed uh, that there are any supporters for this man. I mean, the similarities to him and a dictator are incredible. But there we are. Hey-ho. It's entirely up to you lot, I suppose. Do what you like. Uh, and by the way, I don't, uh, I don't take very kindly to, be, uh, called, to being called a wishy-washy liberal. So you are off my Christmas list. Whoa, 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 hang on a minute. I'm not on your Christmas list and he's off the Christmas list. Yeah. Yeah, you have just got an increase in jelly tots, so don't go on. Okay. Um, right, listen, let's have some music. Um, from my favourite band of the moment called the White Eskimo. <laughs> You could find it all, but you won't. You could hide away, but you can't. 
So there we are, uh, the White Eskimos. Of course, uh, lead singer's mum is Yvette Fielding, isn't she? Uh, as far as I'm aware, she is Yvette Fielding, yeah. yes. Yeah. Wales Mail has uh, thrown up some interesting stuff. Oh, I've got a Wales Mail jingle from your old TV show. Let me just play that now. Yes, welcome again to Wales Mail. And if you want to get in touch with us on this programme, all you need to do is uh, send your mail to jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. What is the address again? My old chum, Robbo? jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. And our first mail today, Steve Riley. James Whale, you're a moron. That does not even read the comments left. How dare you call Brexiteers stupid on national television, then go on to start calling Get Trump names. Then go on to start calling Get Trump names. As, listen, Steve Riley, whoever you are, um, I, would, I would ring in rather than write because you can't. You, a nasty, deluded little man, I won't get del deleted because you're so up your own arsenal. You... <laughs> Oh, get rid of him. That's fine. Uh, Jennifer Renshaw says, I hear you have a new version of the intro I sang on the original. I enjoy listening to your show all the way over in Perth, Australia. Hey, Jennifer, why don't you do us another jingle? I think she's still in the industry. Yeah. Record us a jingle or even record us a little message, Jennifer, uh, and uh, e email it over to jameswellradio at gmail.com. You know the address and we'll play it on the program. Be good yeah. to catch up, Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, Brian Ted Hicks Higgins, another super show, he says last week. Always admire your no-nonsense attitude. That's very nice, Brian. Um, unlike Steve Riley, of course. Steve, who's, uh, I don't know, Steve, maybe you, have, you, have you got some sort of psychological problems? I imagine looking at this, you probably do. You're probably one of those people who don't wash. You're probably one of those people who smell on the buses or the trains, who eat cheese and onion crisps, and perhaps you're one of those people who sort of, I don't know, sits in your room and stalks people over the internet. There is only one stupid little moron here, Steve Riley, and it isn't me. Colin Ullman. Um, James, can you possibly do us all a favour and shut the beep up? Uh, in fact, why don't they play a beeping podcast of said show in place of this bleeping one instead? What does that mean? Um, Colin from Geelong. He's Australian. It's, oh, well, we don't give a sugar about Australians, do we? Well, well, you know, you've got your own nation, mate. He's obviously a listener. Bend down and beg forgiveness for what you've all done to the Aborigines. Stupid. 
Pillock. You did say you wanted the complaining emails. No, I like them. Bring them on. It's just a shame that most of them are illiterate. <laughs> that, that, I mean, you'd expect it from Australian, I realise that, but, you know, it's a shame some of them can't express themselves a little better, isn't it? Dictation. Set your phone to dictation mode and then talk to the phone. <laughs> That'll help you out a bit. Don't tell them how to do it better. <laughs> Goodness sake. Oh. Ridiculous. Right, we've got any questions, because I've got to go. Questions. Here we go. Bill Roberts. When we leave the EU, should we stop saying quiche and say cheese flan instead? Uh, well, you can all say what you like. I am in my mind never leaving Europe. That's where I live in Europe. Britain, an island off the mainland of Europe. Uh, we are Europe, so let's stop going on about, oh, we're leaving Europe. We're not leaving Europe. We're just not going to be part of the European Union. Uh, which will now all fall apart, and goodness knows what trouble will ensue, but there we are. Uh, people have the right to choose, and a few more, a few more, chose to leave, so the rest of us have got to put up with it. Um, I'm not sure I should read this next one. Get on with it. Okay. Um, Michael Bassett. How does a woman's brain actually work? Puts tin hat on and takes shelter, he says. I don't think you should have read that one either. Carry on. Uh, Rob James. Why are there five syllables in the word, here we go, monosyllabic? Monosyllabic. Monosyllabic. Mm, because if there weren't five syllables in it, you wouldn't be able to say it. I'm thinking about that one. Good. Carry on. Uh, no, I need more time. No, I don't get it. Uh, Mickey Jackson. Am I allowed to be racially offended if someone calls me a Brit? No. Move on. Uh, David Heath. Why do the Bank of England make us pay interest on money they have produced from out of nowhere? It's a very good point. I have no idea. I've no idea how this banking uh, uh, fiasco works. It's people may, and there is no money, by the way. There is no money. Uh, how many of you see real money? Money goes into your bank. It's numbers. There's no money. Okay. It's all in the imagination of people who work in banking, this money. You go to a hole in the wall and you get some money out. That's when you see some tangible money. But the rest of the time, it's just numbers. Think about it. Move on. Okay. Uh, Sandra Bellini. Well, we've already had her. Go on, get on with it. Have we? No, we haven't. Yeah, she's, she's always getting in touch. Come on. Okay. Uh, why are folk so rude to you, James? I hadn't noticed they are, but uh, carry on. Uh, Simon Hutchinson. Uh, this might be daft. Uh, but if we're living on a planet, say, maybe a hundred light years away, could we look at the night sky and find Earth and see Earth as it was a hundred years ago? Well, yes, actually, theoretically, we probably could. could so there's something to do at the weekend. Have a look at the planet Earth from a hundred yeah. light years away. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's enough for today. I think I've had more than enough. Um, I don't know that my brain will stand much more of this. It's been a very strange show. Um, has it? I thought it has been a very good show. Um, I think uh, I think I actually might go and have a couple of jelly tots myself. Don't be eating mine. No, no, I won't eat yours. Yeah, because I don't like sharing my sweets. 
Before we go, can I just say a couple of things? We're running low on music for the show, so if you've got an MP3 that you'd want us to play out on the show, just send it to jameswellradio at gmail.com. And if you want to uh, take this show and put it on your radio station, go to jameswellradio.co.uk and click on the syndication link, and all the information is there. And while you're there, buy a book. Yeah, buy a book, because we've got to get rid of them. Mm. You know, and I mean, they're only, what, six quid, something like that? Six quid signed, including postage and packaging. And I package them myself and take them to the post office, so you're getting a bargain. Yeah, I go and buy half a dozen. That'll keep him busy. Um, Have a good week. Talk to you next. Thank you for listening. I have the sudden urge to want to sing. Oh, I do like to be beside the seaside. Oh, I do like to be beside the sea. (laughs) Bye-bye. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.